You're listening to the Stormcast, a podcast from the Omaha Storm Chasers. Oh, he got him! Oh, he got him! Escobar got him at first! And that ball's way out of here! It's a two-run game-winning homer! Here's your host, Jake Eisenberg. Everyone get on your feet, stir up the storm, we're family! Hello and welcome to another episode of the Stormcast presented by the Sarpy County Chamber of Commerce. It's opening day. We're finally here. We made it to the 2022 season and there's no better way to begin the 2022 season than by talking with the new skipper in town, Scott Thorman, who joins us now. Scott, we had the chance to talk to you when it was announced that you were going to become the Storm Chasers new manager back in January. And for those of you that might have missed that conversation, you can go find it in our archive. But now we have a chance not just to talk about your time with the Omaha Royals in 2022. 2009 and 2010, but we have a roster in front of us that we can dive into, and I think that's the best place to start. When you look at this opening day roster, what stands out to you most? Well, uh, thanks for having me, Jake. I, I'm very excited about this team. We've got a, a healthy mix of young young players and uh, a good mix of veteran players that have been around and done a lot of things in the game. So I think we have a, a nice blend, and we're looking forward to getting the product on the field. Let's start with some of those veteran players. You know, one that stands out, Brad Peacock, a World Series champion, a guy who's done it for a long time. What's the impact of a guy like him have on some of the younger pitchers on this staff? Well, we obviously respect what uh, Brad's done in the game and the experience he brings to our clubhouse. And, you know, it's it's pretty neat to watch how teammates can affect other teammates in a positive way. And we look forward to having him around with our young, young pitchers and um, – his experiences in the bullpen and right down to the playoffs and winning a world series. So that'll be invaluable to our team and our, our young guys. And just, you know, having that blend in the clubhouse, I think will, will really translate. What about on the position player side? Because the guy with the most big league games in this roster is Jacoby Jones, who's no stranger to this league. He played for Toledo a little bit last year, but, and it's no stranger to the AL central either, but he's the most tenured major league guy on this, on this roster. Yeah, well, I mean, Jacoby brings that experience. Um, we've got guys at different stages in their careers. We've got some new players introduced to AAA, um, some young players. We've got some guys that got a little bit of a taste of it last year and um, some pretty exciting-looking prospects. So I think with this blend of experience and youth, it, it should be a really, really exciting product to watch on a nightly basis. <laughs> Let's talk about some of those guys from last year because, I mean, it's not just the players that played for the Northwest Arkansas Naturals under you last year, but also players that have been with you in Wilmington and Lexington that you've moved up with and coached and managed and helped grow over the last several years. What's it like now being at this level with that group? Well, I think it's a special bond that we share, um, having that history really going from having these players as teenagers turning into young men. And uh, it's it's pretty pretty cool for me to be able to watch their development. And, um, you know, we have that history. We, we have that history. We have that familiarity. We, we have that comfort with each other. So it's almost like a father-son relationship <laughs> sometimes where I just have to give them a look and they, they know what I was going to say. So uh, sometimes that can be good. Sometimes that can be bad. But I, I, I see it as a great thing. Um, with these guys just having that that comfort level of understanding what my expectations are understanding them as players and and most importantly as people and how I can connect with them so having that history I see as an asset for for our club and um, moving forward with our staff again we've we've got a, a history with the staff 
played with Brian Buchanan back in Omaha, actually. Uh, I've worked with Dane Johnson in the past in a fall league kind of format in Kansas City in 2020. Uh, we've got some new young coaches on our staff that are going to bring a lot to the table with advanced uh, reports and, and stuff like that. So basically we're, we're trying to get these young players ready for the big leagues and teach them what they have to do to survive and succeed at the big league level. You had the chance last year to give one guy at least the news that he was getting called up to the big leagues in, in Jonathan Heasley. Now as the manager of the AAA team, you're going to get to do that quite a bit more. What are you most excited about when it comes to having the opportunity to share that news with somebody who hasn't been there for the first time? Well, it's it's something that uh, you never take for granted. It's it's a special moment for, for those young players when they realize all of their childhood dreams just came true and it's uh, sometimes an emotional time. Often it's an emotional time, and uh, it's something I, I look forward to enjoying with our staff, you know, in an uh, industry that can be tough. It's, it's a tough business. So whenever you get to share that good news with a young player is always a special time that they'll never forget. Do you expect when you have the chance to do that, it'll be a straightforward sharing of the information, or you plan on pulling any pranks on specific guys here and there, or is that maybe a wait and see? I think it's a game time decision. <laughs> Every, everyone's different. Um, in a perfect world, it's it's scripted and it goes according to the the plan and nice and clean and neat. And sometimes it could be a a last minute middle of the night kind of deal. So it really it really just depends. I haven't given too much thought to that other than just you know doing what's best for the player and what's best for the organization. What do you remember about when you got that news for the first time back with the Braves? Uh, Brian Snicker was my manager in Richmond. He called me in. Um, I had, things have been going very well for me, uh, production-wise. I was hoping it was just a matter of time, but until it happens, you never really know. So he called me into his office, and the hitting coach and the pitching coach were in there, and they they called me in, and he just told me, it's time. It's time for you to go to the big leagues. So I, I'll never forget it. I'll never forget uh, that feeling, that emotion, the – overwhelming emotion it's hard to describe but i often joke that sometimes the best or worst news in your career might come from a guy in his underwear (laughs) in the manager's office so (laughs) it's a pretty interesting business so are you planning on wearing pants i'll probably (laughs) probably be wearing pants but we got to help mikey out and get him in the laundry so (laughs) we'll see who was your first phone call my wife my wife kelly and then my mom right after Now, before we go any further on this episode of the Stormcast, we've got a very special guest joining us. It's the brand communications manager for Canagra Brands, Dan Skinner. Welcome to the Stormcast, Dan. Thanks for joining us. Opening day is here. We finally reached baseball yeah. season. Thanks, Jake. Uh, great to be joining you. And yeah, like you said, uh, opening day is here. And when you think of opening day and going out to the ballpark, I mean, how can you have a day at the ballpark without having a hot dog, right? So that's why Hebrew National is really excited to be a sponsor of the Storm Chasers. And, you know, you want to sit down with your your kosher dog and enjoy a great ball game. It's uh, nothing better uh, for the start of the season. And uh, we're really excited to be a part of it. You know, in addition to Hebrew National, we've got a lot of great other 
uh, brands in our portfolio that make for a great cookout, whether you're talking about Hunt's Ketchup or Goulden's Mustard, Vlasic Pickles, uh, whatever you want to use to top your dog, uh, really makes for a perfect day. David's Sunflower Seeds is a, another one of ours that's synonymous with baseball. You'll probably see a lot of guys in the dugouts with uh, both our David Sunflower Seeds and our Big Sunflower Seeds. So whatever you need to kind of get ready for baseball season, uh, we've got it. Yeah, there's nothing that quite says baseball season or I guess I guess Dan tastes like baseball season and smells yes. like baseball seasons like all the foods that you just mentioned which you know are here at Warner Park and obviously at ballparks and stores and other places all across the country for everybody to enjoy along with first pitch and last pitch and I think what's really cool specifically about Canagra you guys have been in Omaha for, for what it's like a century or something Yes, we have been in Omaha since 1919, so really proud of our, our history there. You know, we employ 1,300 people at our downtown Omaha campus, and then uh, just across the way in Council Bluffs, Iowa, we have another 700 employees. So uh, that presence in, in Omaha is very meaningful to us, and, you know, we've got a lot of employees who are our Storm Chasers fans. Yeah, and we're excited to see all 2,000-plus of you guys at Warner Park at some point this season, you know, yeah. to enjoy all those foods, but also to take part in a lot of the charitable efforts you guys have going on in the Omaha Metro. Yeah, we uh, really believe in giving back to the Omaha community. We have a great partner in uh, the Food Bank for the Heartland. And during the holiday season, we've got a campaign called Shine the Light on Hunger, uh, last year, that helped raise over 9 million meals uh, for folks in Omaha and Western Iowa. Uh, we also, back in March, uh, were a sponsor of the Food Bank's annual Celebrity Chef event, where we worked with uh, Richard Blaze. He entertained the crowd and uh, did some cooking demos and, and helped raise meals for uh, food banks in the area. You know, food insecurity is, is a real issue uh, in this country, uh, so we're proud to support that through the food that we uh, donate through um, the Food Bank of the Heartland and our national partner in Feeding America. Last year, we donated 22.8 million pounds of food that Feeding America helped distribute through its 200 food banks. Um, that's about 1.9 million pounds of food every month. Uh, so hopefully that goes a long way in making a difference in this uh, country and specifically in the Omaha community. Where can people find out more about Conagra Brands and also maybe help with some of these charitable efforts if they so chose? Sure. Yeah, uh, just visit ConagraBrands.com. Uh, you'll find out about uh, what our foundation is doing, and you can find out information on our individual brands, such as Hebrew National and, and the others that I mentioned. Uh, but yeah, ConagraBrands.com is a great way to, to start and learn more. Uh, you know, if you're interested in joining our team in, in Omaha as well, there's some job opportunities on that site as well. So you never know. That's Dan Skinner, the brand communications manager for Conagra Brands. Now, Dan, I'm going to put you on the spot right before we let you go. I need you to build your ideal ballpark hot dog for me. Yes. So, you know, uh, I'm in the Chicago area where a lot of people say ketchup is a no-go. Uh, <laughs> See, I very like ketchup on my hot dog. Pay. I like ketchup, too. I am a ketchup and mustard on my dog guy and i like to kind of intertwine them as I, I put them on the dog i'll put one layer first and then just kind of go back and forth with the other for a nice little uh little spiral there but uh for me that's uh, you know hebrew national top with hunt's ketchup Golden's mustard that's my get that's my jam yeah you, you really can't go wrong no matter what you put on your ballpark hot dog it's, it's the best way to enjoy a ball game yes, so Dan, right. thank you so much for joining us and, and we're excited to see you and canagra out at warner park this season thanks jake appreciate the time
when it comes to some of the guys that haven't played at this level before, you know, there were some that made their AAA debuts with the Storm Chasers the last week of last season after, you know, they won the championship with you in Northwest Arkansas. But for the guys that haven't played at this level before, what's your advice to them? I think it's business as usual. Um, you know, over the years, we've kind of climbed the ranks together. And what we preach is routine and repetition. So not a lot changes in that regard. They got here doing things a certain way, and we expect them to continue with those processes and the work. Uh, obviously, it's evolving at every level. The game gets a little faster at every level, so there's an adjustment period for everybody, myself included. And um, it just consistency. I think the best thing for these players is to have a routine and be consistent with their approach and their plan and not to deviate from that and get caught up in the league and any any outside noise i think that's the biggest thing and that's the the strength that we have as a staff where we can remove the noise and just get back to the basics you've got three guys on this roster that were among the best hitters in all of minor league baseball last year in mj melendez who led minor league baseball in home runs nick prado who tied for second in minor league baseball in homers Vinny Pasquantino, who had the same number of extra base hits and strikeouts and walks, which is ridiculous. And now you've got all three of them in the same lineup together. What are you most excited about when it comes to those three? Uh, Just, you know, watching these young kids evolve. um, I've got a long history with Nick and MJ over the years, starting out when they were 19 years old in A-ball, watching them evolve and you know, and struggle. And that's, that's all part of the development process. We've had, we've had great years. We've had down years and those guys are coming off sensational years and they just really embraced, uh, what Alex Zumwalt and Drew Saylor and our hitting department has done, uh, taking it to the next level. And then Vinny, I inherited Vinny when Nick got called up last year and he slid right in there and did nothing but rake. So he was pretty fun to watch on a daily basis as well. So having those guys in the lineup together is certainly exciting for us. All left-handed hitters with with extreme power. So, yeah, I mean, we, uh, we're, we're pretty excited to put this product on the field. We had a chance here in Omaha to see Nick and MJ for a good amount last year, but Storm Chasers fans are going to get to know Vinny Pasquantino a little bit now too. What about him and his approach makes him such an effective hitter? Well, Vinny's just a low-maintenance slugger with a tremendous personality. He's got a, a big, bright personality. He uh, lights up the room. He has really impressive leadership capabilities. Uh, he's happy-go-lucky. He doesn't take himself too seriously, so it's a, a really nice mix for professional baseball that typically leads to success. Now, as far as you know, the rest of the roster is concerned when it comes to position players, Dyron Blanco is back, a guy who stole 40 bases last year. Same with Brewer Hicklin. So there's a lot of speed here, too. Storm Chasers were a team last year that led the league in stolen bases. Do you expect speed and steals to be a big part of this offense again this year? Yeah, certainly. Uh, the running game is a big part of what we do with the Royals, um, teaching them how to do it here so they can be ready to do it at the big league level. Uh, the minor leagues is about finding out what you can do and learning to do what you have to do. And a big part of that with the Royals is stealing bases. We're going to bunt. We're going to run. Hopefully we hit for a lot of power as well. But, you know, we're going we're gonna to touch all the bases in regards to all factors of the game going to switch gears to the pitching staff in a second but first you know among the position players catchers infielders outfielders who were some players that 
you think maybe are flying under the radar and aren't being talked about enough or someone that could surprise in a way that maybe even surprises themselves? Well, I think uh, by the time you get to this level, there's been production. And I don't think there's any surprises in that sense of of talent. We've got a, a very deep lineup um, defensively, offensively. Like I said, we're going to be aggressive on the bases. We're built for speed. We're built for defense. The offense, if it if it shows up like we expect it to, should be very exciting. Okay, so let's change gears to, to talk about pitching for a little bit. There's a mix of guys that started for the Storm Chasers last year. There's a mix of guys that came out of the bullpen for the Storm Chasers last year, as well as some newcomers like we talked about with Brad Peacock and Arodis Vizcaino and Daniel Mengden, guys with big league experience. How do you see... Let's start with the bullpen. How do you see those roles kind of shaking out, and who are you most excited to see throw? Well, I'm excited to see all of them throw. Um, Jose Quas coming off of a very exciting spring training, had a really strong finish uh, for us in northwest Arkansas last year. Actually ended up closing out all three of the final games. Um, I'm excited to see this mix in the bullpen. Obviously, our starters can sometimes be a uh, – evolving thing over the summer um but this bullpen with the experience we have and the young arms we have i I'm, I'm excited to see how that blends and and goes where it goes because that's a big part of any team and to have guys here with those kinds of arms and that kind of talent mixed in with experience i think we've got a pretty good recipe and you've got a, a couple of lefties that that have dare I say, a bit of a funky delivery, Josh Dye and Sam Freeman. How do those two mesh together, and what kinds of things do you think Josh can learn from a big league veteran like Sam? I, I, I don't even know how to quantify how important it is for these guys to be together in the bullpen. You know, from a, a schooling standpoint where our young pitchers can look to those guys that have had a little bit of big league experience and, and, and pick their brain and ask questions and I saw it firsthand as a as a player myself getting to AAA, and it's you know you've got the whole spectrum. We've got 22 year olds on their on their way. We've got 34 year olds with big league experience and World Series experience, and and I think that that's so important for the dynamic of our clubhouse and the bullpen for those guys to just be around each other, watch how those guys prepare, share stories, learn lessons. Uh, we've got fathers, husbands, so it's uh, it's more of an advanced level, and we're we're looking forward to having the whole mix. This past weekend, open practice at Warner Park, chance to get the players on the field, chance for the fans to see the players on the field, chance for you to start to experience Warner Park. You were here, obviously, 2009-2010, but that was over at Rosenblatt Stadium before this place was even built. What are your initial impressions of Warner Park? Well, it was pretty cool to come out of the tunnel yesterday, the other day on the weekend to um, see almost a thousand people in the stands for our workout. That was that was pretty exciting. Coming off of a really rough few years with everything going on, I think that it it, it felt very normal. It, it felt very normal and natural to see people in the stands, to watch players engage with the fans, appreciative of the fans for being there on a you know, windy, kind of a little bit of rainy day, and they were they were excited, and, and our players were excited, and they, they fed off of that um, enthusiasm. So I, w- I was pretty impressed to see the stadium, to see the fans, and, you know, have the scoreboard and music going. I, I think our guys really appreciated that environment. 
coming back here after a while, you know, driving around Omaha, what's the, what's the biggest differences you see? Well, it's grown a lot, especially around here. I think um, when I was here in 10 and they had announced the plans for the new stadium, we drove out to see where it was. And at that time, it was literally out in the middle of nowhere. So it's pretty impressive to see how much this place has grown around this, this general area. Uh, I just drove briefly past the old stadium grounds on the way in and uh it brought back some really good memories as a matter of fact i took a picture and sent it to my wife and she has very good memories here with me and we had two small children at the time now we have three and we're excited for as a family to enjoy the summer here in omaha you mentioned you know playing with brian buchanan also you know your relationship with dane johnson and tommy shields going back a few years and now the young coaches and ryan powers and justin friedman you know the, the mix of all of you together with your big league experience and the coaching experience, how does that all blend together? Well, I think it's a a benefit to the players, you know, having a, a solid coaching staff. Um, I think it, it, I think it only helps the players and, you know, I might be able to use certain experiences to, to help get to a certain player and, and that's fine. We, there's no ego here. We don't, we don't care who gets it done. We just want it to get done. So, I think that uh, I share the same optimism and excitement as the rest of the staff looking forward to the 2022 season. And again, we just can't wait to get on the field. End of this month, there's going to be a new number retired at Warner Park, Brian Polberg's number 27. What kind of advice did he give you about sitting in this chair and holding this role? Well, I just respect the heck out of Poli, and he helped me a lot as a young coach when I started out. Um, he was the double-A manager when I played here, so I had had some experiences with him back then and just just conversations about triple-A being, you know, just a little bit of a different experience than the lower levels in the sense of the, the roster movement, the roster construction, the experience of guys coming in. Again, I, I have never managed anybody with as much big league experience as some of these guys carry, so I respect that, and I look forward to fostering you know, relationships with these guys and, and picking their brain. And I, I think every day we can always learn something from someone else. So, you know, we're at the uh, stage in the season where we're getting to know some of these guys personally and, you know, trying to build those relationships so we can get the most out of them on the field. Scott, thank you so much for the time. Thank you so much for the insight. Great to have you here back in Omaha as we embark upon this 2022 season. And best of luck this year. Thank you, Jake. It's good to be back. Everyone get on your feet, stir up the storm, we're family.